You're listening to Girl Heal, a podcast to help you get through that week or two before your next session in therapy. I'm Abby. And I'm Christina. Thank you for listening, and we're so glad you're here. And I love your house. Thank like, you. It's super cute, all the colors, yeah. and it's just like the vibe that I live yeah. for. Thank I'm you. Like, yeah, like the, like, I know, I'm that millennial to a T of just like all the light colors yeah. and the white. Are your plants everywhere? Yeah, but here's my thing. I don't, I know I'm basic in a lot of areas in my life, and I'm okay with it. Like, like I'm, I'm just 32. a basic girl. I'm yeah. basic bitch in some places. But we anyway. like our lattes. We like our Ugg boots. I'll take Leave them. us alone. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> um, but I'm so just, I'm so excited that we're here to do this because I feel like we've met, when did we meet? A couple years ago? Oh man, yeah, like, like a couple four? years ago. Like three, yeah, like three years when ago we met. Like yeah, like through... My original podcast. Yes, exactly. Um, which, like, going back to reference, my first podcast was Women of the Seven Cities, just a podcast about the women in our area of Hampton Roads. Yeah. Um, and that's how we met. I interviewed you and Jackie. Um, yeah, because we had a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> my so, friend and yeah. Um, and that was, like, how it kicked off. And then we just learned that we had, like, a ridiculously scary amount of stuff in common. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, like, those... strange things. Yeah, yeah. like, what are those moments where you're, like, <laughs> I think she's just copying me. To, I know. Like, I don't understand how we're on the same page. Yeah. It's just strange. Yeah. But it's developed into, like, a beautiful friendship. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. I know. It was amazing. Because I remember, yeah, we did that interview with you. It was super fun. And then I, um... And then I think we had, like, part ways, but we just didn't, like, see each other for a while, I think. Yeah, and I mean, like, I was, you were busy with, like, politics yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, just working, and then, like, and we'll, this is a big part of my story, so I'll share that later on, but the sobriety and, like, all that mm-hmm. stuff, so... I moved home um, to Cleveland, Ohio, where I'm originally from, and then we kind of parted ways, obviously, because I was gone. And then we, how did we come back together? I think oh, you man. messaged me and I asked, think I just... Did you say, like, do you want to... We said, like, did, like, a brunch or something. I, yeah, like, okay. it's just like, hey, you know, we haven't know. seen each other in yeah. a while. Like, you're back in the area. Let's, Let's just get, get together sometime. Yeah. Like, why not? And it was, like, during that COVID time, too, yeah. so the world's pretty shut down. Everybody's really lonely. Yeah. And you, like, for me, I saw other people lives on Instagram for a whole year that was that was it I saw what people did who they were how they felt you know the way you can in social media um and I was just like you know Christina's back in town and she seems like she's doing great not that you ever weren't in my opinion but like you know, let's get together. And I know, and then brunches just lasted like two hours. Yeah, so three hours and it was like, great. We need to <laughs> just like keep talking. And then I think it kind of came about. We were both like, you know what? I think that we have a lot. In, one, we have a lot in common, but we're also like on this journey of. I know that's a very overly used word, but journey of like like unlearning things and changing mm-hmm. and growing, self discovery, self discovery, healing mm-hmm. trauma, like all of that stuff. Because that's what we have a lot of what we have Mm -hmm. in common, you know, and so I think it was like, why don't we just record these, these conversations, somebody won't, it's okay, no big deal, at the end of the day, it's therapy (laughs) for us, you know, I mean, yeah, simple as that, then it turned into, um, I asked you to take improv one-on-one oh with how me. We, how did I almost skip on that? <laughs> like, 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 hey, there's an improv one-on-one class. Do you want to do it with me? And then, 
my life just got crazy. I yeah. wasn't feeling good all the sure. time, and I wasn't able to make it to the classes. Fortunately, I've been doing improv for like three years. Right, so. right, and you're so good at it, by the way. But um, you know, we just kind of here we are. Yeah, like, and it was so fun because and I'm so glad that you gave me that push because it was like gave me a push to take a to class take at a class comedy. at Push <laughs> to give the listeners a reference. The name of the theater is called Push Comedy. I did not do that on purpose, <laughs> but I yeah, I mean, I had always wanted to take um classes. And I kind of needed someone to kind of, you know, that was you. Me, like, me. Nudge. You <laughs> were trying to push. come up with a synonym for push because I didn't want to say. Push. But yes, yeah, so I took the class, loved it, did it again. Or uh, I wanted to do it to like the 201, and it was just so much fun. And then we just kind of like kept hanging out, and it was like, now we have like long copies together. Long and- copies, and I just think. <laughs> You know, I'm glad that you suggested it because it, I really believe I don't that things happen for a reason. I don't know, but things, it's weird the timing of them because yeah. I wanted a podcast, but I was like, I don't want people to just listen to me. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I wanted to do a podcast and I told my partner all the time, I don't want to do it alone. Yeah. Like I did a yeah. podcast alone sure. one time and although having guests is nice, it's still like the pressure of this is mine. Yeah, yeah. And there's no other input on They're, it. Exactly. And yeah. it's like, I know I can talk. That's very well, I can talk. We can both oh, talk. Oh, we can yeah. talk. <laughs> we can talk. But it's like, I think it's nice to have, like, two different perspectives on things. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's a good transition until we can, like, talk about our backgrounds. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm 32. I don't have kids yet. You have a kid. Like I'm 26 and do have a kid. Yeah. Like, so, like, two. we do have a lot in common. But, like, there's also just life stages that we're in that are different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, do you want to start with that? Do you mind just yeah. kind of just diving Let's into your story? Kick off with you're, that. Where, you're so, from, where are you from originally? Okay, so, uh, my name's Abby. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, was born in Newport News, Virginia, and, uh, about four or five years ago I moved to Norfolk. Um, I was, you know, chasing some dude, whatever, you know how it goes. Um, dude that I am not currently with anymore. Um, and my story is really long and crazy and you yeah. need like a whiteboard to draw a family <laughs> tree on it and I totally there's you. it's like one of those movies that you start watching and it starts in the present day but then through the movie it like skips back to the past and it's like oh 10 years ago this is what happened it. and then it cuts back and it's a very confusing <laughs> movie and you have to watch it like two or three times before you actually understand what's happening and Evie's like I need to do that myself that's in my, my life. own life yeah that's like <laughs> my full life um and you know it's fun like I mean it's fine with me I have people that I've spoken to um particularly like one of my bosses um you know every time he finds out something new about me he's just like it never ends like okay, as soon as I, I think that I know way. you I know nothing Literally, about I you in a, in the best way though I hope that's yeah. not it. like I was just telling my husband that like I was like she's not just a badass like you've been through a lot like you have so much life experience you're killing it at life and so I feel the same like you'll just drop something and I'm like she's 26 right yeah, I'm 26, 26 years old and I feel like you've lived five lives I live like <laughs> way too many lives guys I'm an old lady I'm in bed by nine it's my favorite part of the day um, second but. <laughs> but you know like to bullet point it I had a, a baby at 17 I was a teen mom I have a beautiful eight-year-old daughter who is about to start the third grade Crazy. um and I, you know through that I have just grown and become a person that I didn't expect I would become there mm. was like a long period of my life um especially before my daughter where I felt like I will probably overdose or something bad will happen before I turn 21 years old. Like, I won't make it to 25. 
and now I'm 26, and I don't know what the fuck to do with my <laughs> life. Like, I'm just, I'm here, and I'm living, and I didn't plan this far. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like a day-by-day thing. And um, so I wanted to do this podcast to, like, share my experience, not just from, like, a teen mom perspective or a, a divorcee perspective. Yeah. Divorcee? I don't know. Um, just sharing that it's possible to outgrow the person you used to be um, without having to completely change who you are or go through something terribly traumatic. I mean, usually that's what it takes, but, uh, you know, I just cut my hair from my butt to my shoulders and I felt better about life. You did that? I did that, yeah. You hair down to your butt? My hair was down to my butt. That's badass. It was long and it was like crazy red. And not like a fun, sexy ginger red. It was like a don't fuck with that girl. Or that. It was like <laughs> She's ridiculous. She's going through her red oh, hair phase bitch. right now. Like, don't mess with her. And then I went through this terrible breakup. For me, it was like the, How the worst. Oh, man. I had to be 21. Okay. 22. Yeah. Uh, 21, yeah. And I decided to cut my hair. Like, that was it. I was done. Love it. I was going to cut it. It was a... a, a actually like a spur the moment choice I was in a parking lot I was trying to figure out what to do for the rest of the afternoon I saw a hair salon and was like fuck it like yeah, yeah. like look at my hair done and I walked in and he's like what do you want to do and I was like cut it really short and surprise me and he gave me a bob yeah and I cried and he's like yeah most people do that after they lose their hair like you sure. made a mistake I'm so sorry if I cut it too short but and I just it. thought this was the most beautiful I've ever felt oh. This was the most, like, light I had ever felt. My hair is so heavy and thick. and um, It felt good, and it felt like it needed to come with a life change. So that's, like, one of my my female things was, like, let me cut my hair short and then change my entire lifestyle. There's so much to that, though. There really is. I mean, hair. Everybody knows, like, once a girl cuts her hair, she's done. Change is coming. Attitudes change, like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. as soon as she touches the color, the style, the length, anything. So what did you change, like, particularly about yourself? Everything. I moved from Hampton to to Norfolk. Um, Again, so I I'd come a first time chasing the guy. The guy didn't work out. I moved back to the other side of the water for, like, a year or two, and then I cut my hair. Yeah. Moved back and I got my own apartment and I started fighting for custody of my daughter. I got a good stable job. I got my best friend, Charlie, who's my cat, my Craigslist kitty cat. Oh, we have that in common too. I'm a cat mom. Oh, yeah. Total cat moms here, guys. If you like dogs, too bad. You're not going to like this. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, And, you know, like that was it. My world just started, like, my perspective changed, my attitude changed, and for those of you who don't know Hampton Roads, we have a bridge tunnel that connects from the south side, south side to the peninsula. So that bridge tunnel seems to be like a mental divide for anybody in Hampton really Roads. Is. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So moving from Hampton to Norfolk across that bridge tunnel, it seemed that I had lost every single one of my friends because nobody wanted to drive through the tunnel. Mm. And it's, guys, I mean, I'm talking like 20 20 minutes minutes. from Hampton to Norfolk. It's not that bad. But when you have to sit in traffic for the bridge tunnel, it's a nightmare. So I had lost all of my friends and was starting over fresh in a new city in my own place. Um, 
And that was it. That's like, that's awesome. where I just, I'm still in that same apartment. That's right. But um, do you want to share your name? Yes, but we are buying a house and, um. You bought it, right? You're yeah, like, I mean, I guess by contract? the time this, yeah, we're under contract. I guess by the time this, like, podcast airs, we'll be in our house. So exciting. Um, so, I mean, just, like, life in Norfolk, um, gave me a new version of myself that I like more than I've liked any other version yeah. ever. Yeah. So that's bullet points. You'll get my whole story as the podcast love goes it. on. Yeah, and, and I think that's why I totally relate to what you're saying because I, too, am in the place where I love myself the most, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny we're talking about this. Like, it's a good just, like, transition is, like, last night I was at an event and I saw someone. Um, so I identify as an alcoholic and I drank heavily for 10 years. I'm now sober, which is amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, so you guys will hear <laughs> a lot about that here. So thank you, Abby, for giving me the space to talk about it. But, um, yeah, so I saw someone last night at an event and I had hurt this person because of my drinking. And, you know, we've made amends and, like, all the things. And it's funny because I used to, like, beat myself up and be so mean to myself I literally had a, like, I panicked a little bit because it's just awkward to see yeah, someone, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I haven't seen this person since I got sober. I saw them. It was, you know, kind of awkward. We don't really talk anymore. Totally fine. I came home, and I was like, I'm not that person. Like, if anything, I love me. Like, I'm a badass. Like, mm-hmm. You know, like, I hurt this person, made my amends, I moved on, and, like, I'm not stuck in hating myself. Yes. Whereas, and that's the most important part is amazing. to, like, and not it, sit in the hatred of yourself. Because, yeah, because I've done some fucked up shit, man. Like, yeah, I mean, who hasn't? But, like, <laughs> really, there. like, you know, when you're in active addiction, you do some stuff that's just not great, you know. And so, um, so that was, like, a huge step for me. So, anyway, yeah, so to tra- kind of transition, it's just, like, I... Um, I do talk about sobriety a lot because it's one of the things I'm most proud of, you know? Um, and it should be. Thank honestly. you. Like, yeah, 100%. Yeah, like, yeah. that's the way you transitioned yourself into a new version of yourself exactly. was getting sober. And, yeah. um, what really matters is if you like the new version of yourself yes. versus the old, the old version. version. Exactly. And that's why I thought it was an amazing time. Like, when you asked to do this podcast, I was like, hell yeah, because... Like, I want to document this time in our lives. I think both of us are in a very pivotal, like, cool, like, changing time, mm-hmm. right? Like, things aren't perfect and, like, life's still hard. But I think we're both becoming women that we mm-hmm. really love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and- entering, you're entering your late 20s. I'm in my early 30s. You know, it's like, what does that look like? And I think for me, recovery has done that, you know. So, um, yeah, so just to share a little bit about me, I, um, I'm i from Cleveland, Ohio originally. moved to Hampton Roads area in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And my husband's in the Navy, and we came here, and I loved it. I just fell in love. I've lived a lot of different places. My husband is from Texas. I'm from Ohio. We met in California. I know everyone's like going everywhere. Yeah, we lived in Florida, (laughs) so it's it's we're military family. I always say that makes it easy. Um, But there's just something about Virginia that is special to me. It feels Mm -hmm. like home here, so we absolutely love it. Um, But yeah, I met my husband. I think I was like 25, 24, 25. We dated, we, I was just telling Abby, I'm like, I've been with him for almost a decade now. It's yeah. weird. I'm not sure how that's possible. I think, like, time goes super fast. Um, so strange. But um, we met, and I, like, kind of fell in love pretty quickly. Um, and then I started dating him and moved from Cleveland, Ohio to Florida. Lived there for a year. I wasn't a Florida person. I hate Florida. Okay. I just have to make it very clear. Florida's the worst state. Florida is the basement of the United States we of America. Call it the butthole of America or like something like that. It is the basement Wait, of America. literally the like cut off all Florida yeah. listeners. It's so. full of scary creatures. 
It's yeah. dirty. It's muddy. This is why I love you because you and I are similar, but you go there faster yeah. than I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you. I don't like, give a rip, you guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I am most definitely okay, the will, blunt one here. I will. Uh, you are. <laughs> And I, because you opened that door, I'm going to just walk in. I didn't like it either. Florida's the I fucking hate freaking it. worst. You know, yeah. I went to Key West, like, last month or the month before. Yeah. I was just going to say, wait, didn't you go Yes. <laughs> and I will admit, Key West was beautiful. Lovely. It sure. was amazing. Sure. I had a great time. I went with my best friend of 25 years. Yeah. Um... And it was, it was a blast. Yeah. I was, um, pretty anxious the whole time, though. But I will sure. admit, like, the rest of Florida, I had zero interested sure. and I feel bad because it's where my best friend lives now and yeah. that's where she like plans to settle down sure. and she wanted to show me Miami um I felt bad that I left but yeah. I, if you it's, it's also that like it's that whole thing that we we're just talking about like coming into yourself as an adult if you didn't want to do it you don't want to do it I mean you know and I mean? that's a like something like a topic we'll cover for yeah, sure for is sure. just like learning how to say no without Feeling Dude. bad that you're offending somebody I or feeling bad that you're making somebody else feel bad. Literally, we will do what we can do. I would love to do an episode on this because I went to the dentist and bought Invisalign and I don't even want it. I, okay, like, I, I did the same thing. No, you didn't. I bought Smile Direct. No, you did I got the Invisaligners and then I- Wait, st- are you making this? <laughs> no. Oh my God. And like- I stopped paying the bills because I stopped wearing them and it was like a monthly <laughs> thing. I them back. I <laughs> And I never like. I have a whole box of Smile Direct Invisaligners that I wore like for two months and just decided it wasn't for me. But at the same time, I was also like, when I did do that, I was like drinking and smoking and like eating a lot of junk, and I was constantly having to take them out, especially because I was like a heavy cigarette smoker. Yeah. So and I'm also just lazy. Like I just yeah. Like, you take them out every time you eat. I'm like, bitch, I eat every time. I hours. eat a lot. Like, I don't know when I'm going to eat. It just yeah. happens. There's just somehow food in front of me. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. And I, I actually, like, two weeks ago, fully paid off that debt oh, that they had, you. like, reported to collections. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. And I still I have a box of like, invisible. I love you, and then I love you even more. Because... I just feel so seen right now. I know. I just feel no, so no, I heard. feel so, so seen. Like, I'm like, am I the only one that does this? Am I the only person who goes to get a divorce and decides she needs Invisaligners and then stops paying for them and then it gets reported to their credit? And she <laughs> like, for women. Can I sell like, those? Does anybody want to buy the rest of my Invisaligners? You can DM me too because I'm sure I have them. I haven't picked them up from the dentist yet. I've just been avoiding their calls. They're <laughs> just like, oh, no, literally, like, Christina doesn't even. No, literally, I don't live here anymore. <laughs> I can't believe this. This is so funny. This, I'm seeing oh, you guys. Like, I hope that people enjoy this. What? Because, oh, <laughs> because this is fun for me. Because now you make me feel validated. Oh yeah, I feel. I'm gonna move this over here. Yeah, here I can move. Like, we um slide it over. So yeah, I um that's so funny because so I will say yeah I I also identify as a self or what a people pleaser. Yeah, chronic people pleaser, and super so people pleaser it's very over here. Yeah, for me. yeah. So <laughs> I um, buy things that I don't want, like if it's a lie. And um, so anyway, so that being this all comes full circle. Being someone that has dealt with being a people pleaser, um, led me to like addiction um, and just alcoholism because I constantly felt the need to 
um, and this is what we have in common too, um, trauma, you don't mind me saying that, right? Yep. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, childhood survivor of trauma and then religious trauma, which I'm diving into We're going to do now. an episode on that. We're going to do a whole episode where we talk about Jesus. Guys. Yeah, right. And who he is and what we believe now. <laughs> yeah, know, where we are, now. where he is. Yeah. We're so, just going to vibe that day. I mean, that day is just going to be like <laughs> therapy in itself. Oh, God. Because, anyway, so yeah, it was... <laughs> I just, like, yeah, because of trauma, like, I think, you know, I, yeah, I fell into the people-pleasing, I fell into addiction, and then I hit a low in January of 2020, um, and got sober, and... Here's the real question. Yeah. Did you invest in essential oils? <laughs> I didn't! I'm surprised! <laughs> well, I have one or two around here somewhere. Like, but, like the whole starter kit of Young Living. God. Come on. No, you I didn't do no, it. No, I didn't. Oh, man. I did Young Living. Well, what yeah. about like Pampered Chef or Avon? You know what? I think I'm. Do you I'm ever very been sucked into sales? Luckily, I know because I'm very cranky about that stuff because as a military spouse we get preyed on a lot because they people look at us and they think like MLMs because it's hard oh, to find yeah, jobs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I have, I, Rome, I promise you I have had, I, I, I'm not exaggerating, maybe a hundred requests over, over years, right, yeah. on Facebook and Instagram and you always know it's going to be an MLM when you're like, hey girl, I love your content and you're like, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. And it's just... I I think I did a story on my Instagrams once where I was very clear, like, do not try to sell me your stuff or try to convince me yeah. to be a coach or a person yes. or a oh, seller. Oh, jeez, that's another one. I'm Fucking coaches. Oh, coaches. Okay, so so I have a story. Yeah. Beachbody. Yeah. Beachbody is very confusing mm-hmm. because it presents itself like an MLM. Right. But that's not exactly what it is. Okay. But it's not exactly what it's not. Right, right, right. It's right. very confusing. Right. There's like a very gray area there. So they have. I did invest in Beachbody this did year. You? Yeah. Um, and I will. Yeah. You know, brag on it for a hundred and sixty dollars for a full year. Yeah. Oh, I cool. got thousands of on-demand workout videos that, that I cool. could do at home during COVID. Right, right, right. And I lost twenty pounds. Yeah, you look really and good. And I by the way. like. Yeah. You know, did a regular workout in the right. morning, right. and um, I could do it on my own. Yep. Like, I went to TJ Maxx or Ross, and I got, like, a dumbbell or, or yeah. you know, like, right. Three weights, a, yeah. a roller and mat, you know? So, that was the great part about it, is that I, I didn't have to pay a gym membership. I could do right. my own workouts. The negative side of it felt like it was the people who were constantly, like, we are coaches. Like, yes. they have... Like, a group of people that are on their team, and, and it's the supplements. I don't buy supplements. Right. I don't need pre-workout. That's how I am. I love my morning coffee. I did have a pre-workout in the morning one day, and I swear, before 7 a.m., I had written a novel just in <laughs> words, right. speaking to my right. partner. Who's and we like, already talked too fast. Exactly, yeah. but I was, like, on, on speed. It. Like, yeah. it was crazy, and Roscoe's like, don't ever take pre-workout again <laughs> you do not need that for right. any reason right so I didn't take any of the supplements I feel like that's where the MLM part comes in sure. 
is um, like selling Beachbody to other people. Right. That is not what I intend to do. Um, my friends who were like, oh, I need to go to the gym. I need to work right. out. I promote it that way. Right. Hey, I have a discount code. Right. I can get it for you for but like, like 140 a team. Or... But no, I don't care about a team. You right. do you. I'm right. just giving you an option if you want to work at home and not go to the gym. Right. Like, this, this is the is way to do it. Yeah, yeah, it felt good. There's yoga videos. There's if you're pregnant. There's maternity workouts. That's cool. Sounds like an um, online subscription to workout. Yeah, yeah, except you pay for the full year. So I paid one time and yeah. I get a full year of videos. That's not bad at all. I turned it on to my partner's mom. She yeah. loves it. She signed up. Her yeah. daughter signed up. Like, yeah. and I don't get any money from that because right. I don't give a rip. I don't right. need money from you're not it. Trying to make it. I right. just want them to feel good in their bodies right. without feeling like they're being coaxed into... Right, like, by, I think that's what the problem for me is I do have someone in my DMs now who consistently, probably every three months, does the, hey girl, how are you doing? Let me check in on you. Trying to sell me a new yes. thing. And I want to block her, but I'm people pleaser. You know, like, I feel I, bad. And yeah, and, it's, and I don't know her, you know, but, and she's a very sweet person, so to me, it's just more of, like, when they're that consistently trying to sell you, you know what I mean? It's just too much. I know? have gotten no point of telling them, hey, like, thank you for thinking of me, but yeah, I'm not I'm interested. Not do it. Yeah, like, because you just can't. You and know? then you tell them, like, I'm just not a salesperson, I don't have the sales gene right. in me, because let's be honest, people, like, there is a sales gene. There's a sales gene. There's gotta be. And tell me if you get this, because I'm very outgoing and I like people. People have always told me I should do sales. And I'm like, hell no. Sales are hard. Sales are hard. I'm not saying hell no is it's a bad thing. Yeah. I'm saying I admire the hell out of people that can do it. Because yes. I can't. Yes. Like, I'm I too awkward. I think it's awesome if it you can nervous. do it, make a business, make a life out of people doing do that. That's fantastic yeah. for you. yeah. But I'm not that person. Mm. I don't like rejection. Nope. I don't like being, like... I also don't want to, like... Yeah, and that's <laughs> in my head, too. Uh, like, I'm very... Because I have anxiety. Uh, like, I'm always thinking about the other person, right? Of, of, like, what they're thinking. And I'm a step ahead of them. Yeah. So I'm anxious, like, they're already annoyed with me. Before I've even made my pitch... And you realize like, that, yeah. like, that's how you react towards people who are in your exactly, inbox about things. Exactly. It's like, you yeah. see their name pop up and you're immediately, oh, like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, <laughs> like sometimes I just don't even open the DM no. so they don't think I saw it. Right. I most definitely saw that first paragraph right, and right, that was right. enough for and me. And you knew what they were going to say. Was, I was yeah. good after that. And I feel yeah. bad about it, but at the same time, like, girl, you have messaged me eight times and yeah. had and zero response. What makes you think I'm interested? Yeah. Like, like at all, what, where am I going to change my mind? You're I not. don't react to your posts. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, that's the other thing. Oh, man, yeah. the raffles. The yeah. raffles when they're like, you know, say the word peanut before I end the yeah. comments yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. be entered into a $500 cash reward yeah, drawing yeah. rate. And you know you do it because you're right. like, why not? Right. Nobody ever wins that freaking $500. Nope. I have never seen a post after that post that says, congratulations. Yeah. Britney Spears, you just won five hundred dollars in a right. Facebook cash raffle. Right, right, right. right. It like, never happens. It's not gonna happen. And you're just taking up space in my DMs, guys. Right, like right. I don't want to join your raffle. Time. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're gonna give me five hundred bills. Right. I mean, one, like cash dollars. Cash dollars. Maybe we can talk. 
Yeah. Just give me all ones. Right. And, like, rain it on me. And then it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, like, please leave please me alone. Please leave me alone. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's why it, it's hard because, and it goes again to the way we talked about the Invisalign and the people pleaser thing. I think that's something that I'm, like, working on in my early mm-hmm. 30s now is just, like, I don't know. That would be my big thing this year is, like, just that. Like, I do love myself, but I will say it is very difficult to walk the line of having anxiety and then being a people pleaser because you're constantly trying to. You want people to like you. Always. Yeah. And it's exhausting, right? And And then you get to a point where you realize, why am I trying so hard to like everybody? Mm, That's good. Or why am I trying so hard to have everybody like me when I don't like everybody? Yeah. That was something I saw recently, too, was why are you trying to make everybody like you when you don't even like everybody? I don't like everybody. That's so true. The older I get, the less I like people. The older I I get, the more I see how ridiculous some people are. Yeah. And then it's like... I like that a lot. I don't judge anybody's parenting. That's a fine line I don't like to cross. Sure, absolutely. um, Unless, obviously, like, authority needs to be stepped in and and then the child needs protecting. There's a line, obviously. But, you know, just... Worrying about how I'm parenting my kid because yeah. I'm afraid that everybody's like watching me mm-hmm. and I'm I'm trying to please the whole world when in reality, yeah, I just need to please my kid, yeah, and it doesn't matter about the whole that's world. Kind of, that's and that's kind of where I'm getting at too. Is like I you because you have to live and like obviously you can't not care what people think of you like we have to interact with people right you say you don't care but you care everybody cares a little bit you care a little bit and I think for me what I'm trying to do that's been helping is like I have that list of people that I don't want to let down and of course I'm not perfect but you get on the whole yeah my husband right like the number one in my life you know like you you're a good friend like close friends my mom my dad like people that are in my life but then the rest of the people it's just like I mean, this is impossible. Mm-hmm. And I remember, it's so funny, I was doing something recently, and I, like, volunteered to do it, couldn't do it, let someone down, and I was like, and I'm sure this person got frustrated, whatever, and I was like, guess what, Christina, that's okay. And I was, like, so anxious, and then I was like, let yourself be anxious, they can be mad at you, it's and fine. you're still gonna live, you know yeah, what I mean? you're still gonna be fine. You're still gonna be fine. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, why am I 32, and I'm like, now just coming across, like, mm-hmm. not everybody's gonna like me. And I realized that, had I not had my daughter at such a young age, yeah. I probably wouldn't have grown up as sure. quickly as I have, oh like, my mentally. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, realizing... You had to become a parent. I had to and become. An and, and, you know, life story, guys, like, my parents were super um, not great. It was a rough childhood, and then there was, like, a stint of foster care in there for me where I spent, um, I actually aged out of the foster system. Like, there's all of that that really, like, builds up. Being in foster care, not being around my parents, I was an individual child being cared for by one social worker Mm. who would put me in different homes, but in reality, the social worker was the one. Yeah. Watching over me. She knew where I was, what I was doing, who I was with, but... When you think about it, I was raising myself. Yeah. I started smoking cigarettes at the age of 15. Wow. I quit at the age of 25. Good for you. There's, you that's know, a huge win. Like, yeah. yes, that's a huge, huge win. Huge win. You have now, to like, celebrate that stuff. The smell of cigarettes is, like, kind of too much for me. Sure. But hearing people tell me when they hear my story, you yeah. shouldn't be where you are. Yeah. And you are. Yeah. And I feel so good. Yeah. I think, and I think that just, like, goes full circle to why we should both 
why I think it's great that we're both sharing our stories and our end this podcast because what we have both been through collectively <laughs> I think could have turned out way worse. You yeah. know what I mean? Like your life could have turned out way worse. Mine could have turned out way worse when I was drinking. Like there were a lot of dangerous situations. I was, you know, it just wasn't good. Right. Yeah. And, um, but here we are on the other side. Yeah. So, um, the point of this podcast here is to yeah. get over who you used to be, get over the idea of who you were going to be and right. are not now. Yeah, like extensive conversations about that. Yeah, like that. getting over you. Yeah, I period. Love it. That's Absolutely, because it it's you're always on like a journey to figure out who your ideal self is, right? Mm-hmm. Like I think if you're listening to this, that's probably what you're kind of into, right? It's like yeah. just learning how to grow and heal, and, and I think it's. It's a process, and it can also be fun, and I think that's why I like you, too, because we just laugh all the time, right? Oh, yeah. So it's, like, it's very heavy topics, but, like, we also have fun with it. So, like, if you're looking to, like, grow and change and, like, kind of join us on the journey, I think you found the right space. I mean, we are definitely going to cover pain with humor a lot. Love it. Yeah. But <laughs> at the end of each episode, you yeah. should have gained at least one tool to help yeah. you. Like a nugget or at get least feel less over you. Yes. You know, because when I was getting sober, like, I wanted, I turned to, one, it was COVID, so I couldn't really see a lot of people, you know, person. Um, So I turned to Instagram, and it's funny because I found a lot of community there, and I bring this up because I found my people, and I, I found... I felt less alone when I would read posts, right? Mm-hmm. And so I hope my hope, and I'm sure you'll agree, is like in this podcast, like if you can just like hear us and feel a little bit less alone and a little bit less crazy, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Realizing that it's not just it's you. It's not just you. You're not like, the only person. Yeah, like so you, because like even me with my stupid Invisalign story, like that made my whole day because now I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, who does that? Who buys Invisalign but then doesn't purchase? Anyway, that's a change. I did it. I bought a whole year worth of Invisaligners and used two of them. Yes. I think there's just so much power in not knowing or in knowing that you're not alone. Like, I think, so if that's what you're down for, that's kind of what you're looking for, that's this podcast. Yeah. This is for you. So, I mean, just to give you guys the gist, we're going to cover alcohol addictions. We'll cover sex addictions. I was going to say multiple addictions. Um, Marijuana addictions. Um, You don't think you can get addicted to marijuana, but take it from somebody who loves smoking weed. Yeah. Uh, You most definitely can. Yeah. Um, We'll cover childhood trauma yeah, we'll religion. cover religion yeah. um being a mom now being an older I'm gonna be an older yeah mom. Like, all, we just like it's really just our lives yeah I mean, guys we're just gonna ramble about <laughs> shit that's important to us yeah <laughs> um and hope that you follow along yeah and stay with us you're listening to girl heal with abby and christina Tell us how you enjoyed our first podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Girl Heal Podcast or visit us on our website at girlhealpodcast.com.